The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content. I play Jeff Cockthunder, a Goliath Barbarian. My name is Sam. I play Fjordan Frankentrees, and I am a Hill Dwarf Druid. My name is Jerry. I play Peter McMoist, a Drow Bard. we checked on the very good adventuring team. The warg hunt continued with Cheryl being joined by Karen in battle. We rebranded hideous laughter to Victor's attractive laughter. Peter noticed a nest of poisonous snakes on the battlefield, and those poisonous snakes killed Karen and the gang took out Cheryl. The gang dragged the bodies of the wargs back to the courtesy gobble. They decided to cash in on the bounty by getting both gold and some fine rugs. Peter made a joke, and it went over okay. We took a moment to explain a bit about Renown and how it will affect the characters throughout the campaign. We spent a significant amount of time discussing and naming the local crops, then eventually decided to go to the bar in Tiny Town. Uh, you... Why are the houses so tiny, but the tavern is humongous? Well, taverns are always bigger than houses. It's a it's a rather large and accommodating tavern, and it's got some spaces for you know uh, medium sized folk. But it's uh, it's caters more towards people who are small folk. And to use those terms in non offensive ways, I am specifically referring to the D and D classifications of small and medium creatures. And you'll find that most of the the dwarven halfling, like I was saying, workers of the of the area. Always just come here. This is kind of their meeting spot. There's some dwarves that hang out here, although dwarves tend to fall in that medium creature range. Uh-huh. Um, but you'd be you'd be on the larger end of the spectrum. It's it's largely halflings and gnomes that hang out and, and well really the ones that live in Tiny Town are halflings and gnomes because you know, it'd probably get really fucking irritating to be, you know, two to four feet tall and trying to live and work and operate in places where everything's built for people that are four to seven feet tall. Mm-hmm. Hear that? You're on the spectrum. I oh, am. Yeah. I feel like that'd be... You guys remember many, many years ago, there was the commercials with... God, was it Shaquille O'Neal? And it was him, like, traveling, I think, in Japan or something. Like, in retrospect, it was sort of a problematic commercial, I think. But it's... And it ends, it ends with him... There's one scene in there where he's in the shower, and it's, like, spraying on his belly button, basically. 
but the commercial ends with him driving a car, a convertible, and he's like half out of the car driving down this country road. I do remember something like that. I remember that. Have you ever seen a picture of him holding like a soda can or a water bottle? It's hilarious. It's like, it looks like a children's toy with him holding it, his giant dick beaters. And it's just this itty bitty little fucking can. It's amazing to see. Look that up if you have the chance. Anyway. Tiny Town's right by the city watch. It is. Must be pretty safe. It is. It's very safe. It's very, very safe. It's by the western gate of the town. And, uh, sorry, remind me, who are we going to see again? Um, we're gonna go see... Holden Tallstyle. My good friend Holden Tallstyle. Holden Tallstyle. I do love that image. Uh, I can pop this up for everybody. The guy that removes things, like sheets and stuff like that, and then for with his butt crack, or... <laughs> and he always points at it at the end. The pointing is mm-hmm. the best part of the video. I love yeah. this guy. Ta-da! I, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. You've like, never seen this? Really? No. Oh, you're oh. for a treat. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Here we fucking go, man. <laughs> and that is the well, thank you. tall style. Thank you for the context there. I- mm-hmm. That guy's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, like, whenever I walk in, he says... Oh, Puritan! And then he just whips his butt cheek around and like a wine glass kind of just appears oh. from underneath. So Ooh. he does like magic tricks? Yeah. Butt magic? <laughs> butt magic? He, he serves beer, but with magic. But with butt magic? But with, with, with magic. With butt magic. But with butt magic. Well, all right. Well, you are greeted. You are greeted by Holden Tallstyle. I uh, I was going to maybe roll or something to see if he's working today, but I feel like you know his shifts. You know when he's there. Yeah. Does he reveal three beers? One for each of us? Oh, then, yeah. I'll, I'll say, say, oh, can we get two more? And then, da-da! Whack, whack! And then three more drinks appear. Well, this guy is talented. Does he maybe, does he have like, just like a bunch of tablecloths over beers behind the bar? <laughs> and he just goes up and clenches a napkin and pulls and, and clenches pulls. and pulls. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see happen. Yep. Maybe in time to whatever the bard is playing in the bar. Are we at all concerned that uh, his butt, his naked butt, is coming so close to I don't, think, I don't think it's a naked butt. I think he might wear like tight pants or something like that or some spandex. Oh, so and it's so, not just full on no, naked butt it's like It's like tunic, like a, a tight tunic. Or, maybe you just don't know. Maybe he's got, maybe he's got like a leather apron that, that wraps like three quarters of the way around and he never faces away from the bar. So you're like, you're, you're just left to wonder what's mm-hmm. he grabbing with back there. Could be it. How big are the beers? I believe that they are, they're, you know, like, they went halfling size, because you wouldn't want, like, a I want enormous to pick up beer. a beer by the handle between his butt cheeks <laughs> and then bring it over. That is terrifying. So I'm a Goliath as, like, the cup, like a shot yeah, glass for it me. Would be... You look like Shaquille O'Neal holding a soda bottle. So do you know how you have, like, a regular can? This would be, like, my beer, and then yours would be the tiny miniature cans that they sell. The pony bottles? The pony bottles, yeah. Just the little guys. Yeah, like an eight ounce, you mm-hmm. know? Whatever that translates to and metric i don't know why i went down that tangent for a moment there but so yes this would feel a little absurd for your what are you seven foot nine or some shit yeah so you're like 
I mean, it's not like a shot necessarily for you. Uh, you know, let's 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 scroll all the way back here because this is the bar that's right by the gates. They probably have medium creature size. Yeah. Beer steins and glasses and whatnot. So they you just can have get like one side of the bar that's like taller than the rest of it. It just goes. Oh, fuck yes, they go, do. Whoop, and so you can just like go accommodate for all there. You know what I feel like it's got? I feel like the bar is the same height all the way across the bar, but half of the bar is sunken. So that, like, behind the bar, they're walking at the same height, the bar stays the same height, but, like, the west half of the bar, the floor sinks <laughs> in, like, two or three feet. That's actually really good. Yeah. So everybody would get the drinks they want. And they call that the deep end? Oh, so going to, I gotta go down to the deep end down there. Yeah. Shaped like a... 1980s suburban swimming pool. Do people still do in-ground swimming pools? That, that's probably still a thing, right? I feel like I heard about that a lot when I was a kid. I don't know anybody as an adult that had... I know one person that got an above-ground swimming pool, and I was like, What's up, white trash? Oh, my mom has one. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun as hell. Yeah, no, no, they're fucking great, but there's just nothing that says white trash like an above-ground swimming pool. And I am not above that. Don't fucking get me wrong. I am not talking down to it at all. But that's like... I don't think you... I think to get, like, the city permit to get an above-ground pool, you have to have a broken-down van in the same backyard. It's, it's a lot. Sorry. It just seems dangerous. Like, I don't know. I've seen a lot of videos where those things come tumbling down. and The best thing about those videos every single time is the one, like, ultra-helpless person... That ju- well, that just like stiffens up and like, oh, this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. There's one of those guys always. Every video. Sometimes it's a lady. There's always one person that just like accepts, accepts their fate. Like, it reminds me of that. Have you seen that one uh, video of the speedboat? Where they, <laughs> where they hit some fucking wave and then the guy just goes down like a fucking matchstick. Like... <laughs> Have you seen that one, Sam? Oh my god. I fucking love that video, because like the lady in the middle especially is just like, Aw, oh, Steve, don't do this, Steve. Don't, not again. And then he just, bam! Like, fucking... Don't they all fly out? They don't well, fly they, they out, stay but... in. Oh. oh, god. I god fucking... damn it, Steve. Oh, here it is. He's all fucking thinking he's cool. I gotta watch this. So there you are. You're in the watering hole. You go up and you get some beverages from Holden Tall Style. At this are point, you... I'm not really asking any questions about needing work or anything like that. This is just a place I go on Ard's Day. Nice. Check out Holden. He's a buddy of mine. So. Are you guys sitting right at the divide between the uh, the normal part and the and the deep end, so that uh, your buddy here, that's six foot or seven foot nine, can sit in? the bigger chairs i like to think that holden has a buddy up above doing the same thing but he's just a bigger guy nice (laughs) it's not a restrictive thing by the way they accept everybody that comes in here you don't have to sit in those sections they just nope you know they like to be accommodating to everybody more comfortable it's a world of uh equality and egalitarianism is it though is it uh maybe lurking just underneath the surface is sinister Sinister overtones. uh, It might be tentacles. Who knows? This isn't a time for politics. It could just be not super great people, too. So we're just hanging out at Ard's Day. What's what's the equivalent? 
I mean, it's Sunday. So like, that's kind of one of the things that I was thinking about with like making a five day week is like back in ye olden days, there was no such thing as a weekend. That's what I was wondering. Like what, uh, it's just a fucking for, day. Working for the arts day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every day is drunk day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just as much as it's work day or drunk day, I mean, those don't have to be exclusive. I want to say that the weekend was invented. Uh, Henry Ford was the one that really popularized that because he wanted more people to have more time to spend money on his products. Thank you, Henry Ford. Yeah, he was a fucking asshole, but he did give us the weekend, so... Fucking Nazi. Thank you, Henry Ford. You fucking asshole. Thanks, Henry Ford. You shit stain on history. Fucking shit bag. But a shit. But the weekend thing was pretty cool. The weekends are cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Anyway, I think we've beaten that joke to death. So, what are you guys talking about in the watering hole? Do you guys, uh, do you guys wanna, do you guys wanna like chat with locals? Do you wanna play a game? Do you wanna just hang out and get wasted? Is Pog still popular? Yeah, it's been Pogs? a thousand years. I feel like stuff is like it's not Pogs anymore. Well, think of like, oh yeah, how long has chess been around for? I don't know. Go has been around longer. Go has been around longer, I know that. But I'm just thinking some things last. I don't know what has lasted, what has not. Has Pogs evolved to something new? Or but I've, either way, I don't I know mean, what game. We can probably there. cut this out. I was gonna say butt sucks. <laughs> <laughs> a tale just, as old as time. <laughs> <laughs> True. I feel like, yeah, I feel like people have been going into bee holes for as long as there's been bee holes, you know. Buttholes and the beast. <laughs> Son, I'd like to talk to you today about the buttholes and the bees. <laughs> so far, we've made it to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Average artist. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like the listener at home to know that we've been recording for an hour and the 32 minutes. And we have named some plants, and we made it to the bar. They're good names, though, so. They are. It's they quality are. work. Uh, so what are we doing at the bar? I think we're just... Uh, like I said, I just want to come by and check out my buddy Holden, see how he's... How long does this take? Holden up. Hey. <laughs> oh, this fucking guy. Okay. This fucking guy. Well, we like, don't have to be here for long. All right. Jeff, just Evie... Every orange day. What's a orange day? We're going to eat while we're here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We need some bar food. Some gravy melon. Gravy melons. Take some gravy melon. Maybe some donkey barley. Mm -hmm. That's mixed. You can make a good soup out of that. A good stew. A stew. Some scrotatoes with some gravy melon gravy. Mm. Mm. And some... and the scrotatoes. Scrotato sauce over that? No scrotatoes. No scrotatoes. That's my nose, Gromatoes. You forgot the E in Scromatoes. Oh my fucking god. Fucking Dan Quayle over here. Jesus. <laughs> Make your own fucking Scromato sauce. <laughs> New Scromatoes. Could you, maybe there's some Scromato salsa. That's, I mean, that's like ultimately when you're poor and you're eating beans and rice in bulk, you put salsa on everything because it makes, uh, makes the world go around. I just think of like, crab avocados where they're just like avocado things just like crawling around everywhere you have to get them and break them open to have like avocados crab avocados crab avocados crab crab with a v crab we can do crab avocados crab avocado yep those are probably with the uh 
The avocados are alive in this world? No. I would think maybe the, on the tropical island we were naming earlier. You squash one with your foot and then dip your chip in it. <laughs> <laughs> like you just have like a, a bag of chips on your belt. Mm-hmm. You're, walk, you're could, walking around chips. Your chip pouch. <laughs> I imagine they'd be like hanging out kind of like the lobsters at the store. Kind of like inside. I'm like, I'll take oh, a, a tank. Cravocado. They got, they got their poor little claws rubber banded together. Except there's no like rubber bands. So it'd be Instead like twine. Like, Claws in the front, or claws behind though, behind them like a scorpion. <laughs> do they have the big stupid pit in the middle that you have to remove? Or yeah, they do. Oh, they still that, got that. They do. That's where all their innards are. Though. Even in our imaginary world, things suck. <laughs> 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 One, there's a guy at work that's on uh, the keto diet, and uh, he I was in the lunchroom the other day, and he was peeling apart his avocado, and I just heard him say like. Oh. And I turned around and he had this avocado that was like 75% pit. Oh. It was like it was like a centimeter of avocado, like the, <laughs> the meat or whatever you call it, around this ginormous pit. It's terrible. What what if the cravocados what if the the like that's their reproduction method is that seed gets planted? Oh, like yeah. when they when they die, that goes into the earth and there's a cravocado tree. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, it's flora and fauna all in one. Oh, that's interesting. I like that. You just quick eat the avocado and then you just throw the pit on the ground so you can get more cravocados. Mm-hmm. Or you do the thing where you stick toothpicks in it and hold it up, you know, above a glass oh, of water. Oh, that'd be creepy. Like, it's a tree, but then it kind of, like, plants out and grows the avocado, cravocados so they're hanging by the trees and then they drop to the ground. That's, that's why That's, that's why how you know they're ready. That's why their claws are on their back because they're so hanging they can, from the branch like that. Yeah, and they can chop themselves off when they're ready. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done growing. I'm ready to be eaten. And then, yeah, they just cut off and they just crawl away. And then what? What if they're uh, what if they're uneaten? Then what happens? Well, then I think then they would just die and then the seeds would eventually go into the ground anyway. Do they get any bigger? Possibly. It's probably some is giant there, cravocados. Is there soft shell cravocados? <laughs> Hard shell and soft shell? Yeah. Snow, snow cravocados. <laughs> Up in the mountains, snow cravocados. Have a nice pelt. Oh yeah. A pelted a snow. <laughs> a pelted snow cravocado. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Why did you say that? <laughs> well, because they're snowy. They gotta stay warm. You just I don't know. They have a nice pelt. <laughs> it's rare to come by one though. So if you see one. I probably haven't seen one. You just know of them. They're just skittering about in the winter wonderland. Mm-hmm. Are they extra good? Like uh, I would think so. Like a delicacy. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> but like caviar would just taste like crap. <laughs> yeah, you know. I've never had. Well, no, that's not true. I've had. I don't know if I've ever had like caviar and like. I mean, I I've had it on like row on top of sushi, but I've never had just like a spoonful of caviar. Not a big fan of. Other of those things. Have you had it though? Mm-hmm. You have. What is it? Super well, salty. It's super salty. Okay. It's just salt, and it's got a weird, like, grainy sort of texture to it. It's not good. It's just rare. So rich mm-hmm. people are into it. So, so there you guys are at the bar. Let's try this again. <laughs> uh, I feel like you've had a lot of very interesting bar talk so far. Mm-hmm. I'd ask. <laughs> maybe maybe you've had your meal by this point. Of you'd ask what. Meal of oh, no. chips and salsa? Is that what we're having? Yep. Pretty much that's what we're having. Chips and salsa. 
That's, that's a pretty good meal. I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. I do love chips and salsa. I, I'm dangerous around chips and salsa. I won't stop. It's not the worst addiction. Not like that terrible person at the office that's always like, Oh, I'm addicted to chocolate. <laughs> oh, somebody stop me. <laughs> oh, somebody put chocolate in the break room again. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like your punctuation there. <laughs> what what uh so we're in a bar, what are the town folk uh talking about? What's on the what's on their mind? What are, what's the current events? What's uh what well, are their concerns? I feel like the probably the most the thing you're hearing the most scuttlebutt about would be um let's see here. Probably the thing that you're hearing about the most is uh the fact that uh, rumors are just starting to get around that uh, the third god was killed uh, about four months ago. Um, Etu uh, is the uh, is the third god to have uh, been destroyed by this mysterious figure in golden armor. Um, so we knew Boomer was. Do we know the other one? You do, in fact. Uh, you know that there are three gods that have been killed. Um, I suppose I probably should have made you roll for that, but I feel like you guys are hearing scuttlebutt. It's it's common rumors. And Bumu, as far as anybody can discern, uh, about three years ago was the first god to get killed. And about one year ago, uh, Exut was killed. <gasps> and, we know her. Uh-huh. Well, you don't know her, but we know her. And then, yeah, about four months ago, uh, Etu... E2, E2, I guess I've really tried to figure out how to pronounce that. So funny enough, uh, both of the gods associated with death are dead. Hmm. Huh. Are they okay? <laughs> they were killed to death. Oh. I don't, like, gods come back or what happens? So we're immortal. Well, funny enough, people have still been dying since then. So what? how does that affect people? What does it matter? Well, uh, there's definitely uh there's definitely been some like some strange rumors about like other weird things happening like people developing strange powers like stuff that you know normally might be considered magic but they're not people that are casting spells they're just like <laughs> <laughs> it's like they have something inside of them <laughs> yearning to get out <laughs> Sounding like a pressure relief valve <laughs> off some piece of machinery. <laughs> uh oh, it's a little hot. Fixtured your little gauge just went down. Um, so yeah, there's been there's been uh, there there as rumors about, and you guys can confirm one. You don't actually know if those other two gods have have been killed or not, but that's the scuttlebutt. And yeah, you're you're hearing some other uh, some other people are talking like ah, I heard there's some weird things going on over here, and I've heard about weird things over there, and there was some dang fool raising the dead, and just random other shit like that. Nobody's uh, I mean it's it's uh, hearsay in a bar. People are getting a little toasty. It's say uh, like you know what are we at now? Maybe five in the afternoon. And uh, yeah, these are the rumors that you're hearing as you hang out in this bar. Huh. That is weird. Maybe someday when we're not level mm-hmm. two, we'll uh, take a harder look into those kind of shenanigans. I think we should go right now. Really? 
<laughs> Straight to the end. <laughs> Excuse me, locals. Could you tell me where the boss is? The big boss? The big bad evil guy? We're trying to finish this campaign. <laughs> That's very John Mulaney delivery. John Mulaney. Oh, yeah. I like John Mulaney. He's a funny guy. Yeah, and you guys are maybe hearing about... Uh, you may be hearing some rumors about... Uh, one thing that, that I haven't really gone into too much detail about is sort of the main reason that this town is here and that this, this town exists is uh, a thing called the Red Brigade. And if you look on the map in that area that I have labeled Hightown, that's where uh, we were talking earlier about the, uh, the big stadium seats and sort of like the seat of government is there along with some other things. But there's also a large section of barracks over there. Those are military barracks. And uh, this town is a, sort of a focal point for a large military group. They don't really do much in the town itself. They are definitely more, um, more about external threats to uh, this city and this area around the city or town or village. I don't really know where the classifications begin and end on towns, villages, and cities. But yeah, that's, uh, you know, they're like, they're, they're like not necessarily stirring up to go out themselves. But, you know, there's always just like rumors of threats from neighboring areas. So is this a kind of an army that's answerable to the city or is there like a larger government that these guys kind of report to it's a little bit of both uh the people that are here in the town the local uh the local lord in fact let me pop this picture up for you i've been waiting to spring this one on you for a while the leader of this town is a gentleman named lord hoff he's the leader of the group <laughs> transformed from the norm by the nuclear goop Oh my god. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I realized he's on horseback. Yep. <laughs> so sexy. Picture of a young, beautiful David Hasselhoff is what I chose for Lord Hoff. Now I know what Putin was going for on those pictures. Uh-huh. I'm on horseback. Yeah, like you can you can see he's like, someday I'll be Patrick Swayze. Did like to get hair like that, there. do you have to get a perm or like what yeah. happens? Yeah. I don't think that's natural. I think you should get a perm. You were contemplating it for like a second, were you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were. My it friend was, Grant it. was. Oh. That was a that's popular what, option. You know, it, that's what he said. That's what happened. I've learned this earlier too. It's, I think you said that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you said that. It's a, it happened. Reality. You should, anyway, you should consider <clears throat> it. Uh, but anywho, so you guys know that the local lord of this area is Lord Hoff. He's an affable guy. There's rumors that there was a time where he was a, a great swordsman. Uh, he just kind of seems to you guys to be like a little doofy, but super charismatic, like super nice guy. Everybody that meets him loves this guy. Um, got a got a bit of a got a bit of a got a got a bit of a ladies' man reputation, even though he's married and whatnot. But he's got a got a bit of a reputation. Oh, it's a philanderer. He may philander. He likes to philander about. Can you can you philander? Is that a can you verbify that word? Sure. Philander? Yeah. That's a word. I mean well, ver- philanderer is, is a, a word. But can one philander? Fl- philander pissed. What what did you do last night? Oh, I philandered. I think I'll have a philander later. That sounds like a sandwich. It's philandering day. Um and you know, there's like larger 
larger governmental structures. Uh, so this is a town and it would be part of a region and lots of other things, but probably not stuff you guys are like super aware of at this point. What is, uh, what's ever, what's everybody think about Hoff? They just think he's pretty awesome or are there elections? What happened? No, there is not elections. Oh, this okay. is not a democracy. Okay. This is a largely aristocracy. Um, you know, there's there's some amount of representation here, but it's more like nobles represent people and you don't really have a choice in it. So, gotcha. nobody's voting on shit, or at least not anything that's available to uh, you common plebs. Do we pay taxes? Oh, yeah. Have we had to, oh, are we going to have to pay taxes? I mean, that seems like a lame thing to do in D&D, but maybe. <laughs> Do I have to itemize my deductions? <laughs> when do I get my W-2s? And we, se we seem to drift back this way for you every time. It's like <laughs> dungeons and banking. <laughs> just you wait. When we get to the strongholds and followers, we can but, do all of that stuff. I'm just asking, like, if like, is there anything for the townsfolk to be upset about or something? Like, everybody's got to be pissed off about something like goddamn taxes or... Yeah, oh yeah, for sure people are pissed off about the taxes. I mean, because people are always pissed off about taxes. I, that's why I asked if there were taxes. Yeah, 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 for sure. There's taxes, and yeah, people are irritated about them. They're not oppressive or terrible, but, you know, they're present. I haven't worked out a tax rate or anything like that. Do they fix the potholes in town that rip off the car carriage's wheels just constantly, I, always you know, down? And there is the main road through town, which, by the way, I have not spent any time naming roads yet, but I probably should. Uh, there's the main road that goes east to west through town, and that's super well maintained. East west road. And then. It... <laughs> <laughs> Damn, son, you're on fire tonight. Let's knock this out. Let's <laughs> get it done. What's up with all these idiots not being able to be creative? I just pound the shit out left and right. Vigat fans, how is your day today? I gotta be honest, today was not a super day for me. But you know what? Here I am editing this podcast and realizing just how dang much fun I have with these dudes, and you know, it makes things significantly better. I hope all of you have a D&D group or a game group or just a friend group that kicks ass and makes life better for you. Have we asked you lately for reviews? I honestly don't remember, so here we go again. Reviews in the Apple Podcasts, aka iTunes platform, are still one of the absolutely best ways to help grow a podcast. We do our darndest to get the word out without being irritating about it, but, uh, you know. You know, you can help us by uh, tossing out those stars or putting down a few kind words just to let a few folks know that we are just the absolute very goodest D&D &D with Immature Jokes podcast around. The truth is... We live in a glorious time for D&D, &D, and this resurgence seems like it might actually be more than just a fad. Folks are really getting on board with this, and, and I'd say so much so that the D&D &D actual play podcast space is not only big enough to have its own name, but is actually pretty dense. Like, hundreds. 
When I was 15 years old reading Dragonlance books, I would have never guessed that I would be living in a world where D&D was not only widely accepted, but like an actual cultural staple. Mainstream AF. Anyway, all of that is to say that every little bit helps us stand out in that large, dense crowd and lets more people give us a shot. And then, you know, they can choose for themselves if we're the coolest thing they've ever heard or not. And, uh... You know, as a random other thing for this mid-roll, I just got to play a new game called Megaland from Red Raven Games this weekend, and it was a real hoot. Uh, it's got nice short gameplay and uh, I think just the right level of complexity. You play a bunch of adventurers exploring and gathering treasure. It's got probability, risk management, and adorable artwork. So thanks not only to Red Raven Games, who, I will remind everyone, is not paying us to say these things, uh, but also to our super awesome friends that brought it over so we could play it. You know who you are. Anyway, that's what I have to interrupt you all with this week. Let's get back on into the action. you're hearing some rumors you know you're hearing rumors about local events and some stirrings and rumblings but you know you hear the occasional uh well don't say that in front of the frogs i was just gonna ask, ask that people are talking about that there's definitely there's like a strict there's a strict no toad policy no frog policy in this bar like there's a sign over the door it'd be it'd be like it'd be like you're walking into uh Fucking, I can't remember the name of the place. A little bar in Tatooine in Mos Eisley. And if you bring a frog in, they're like, Hey, I don't serve their kind in here. <laughs> oh, the droids, the left wait outside. All right. Well, let's find something else to do. I'm good. Yeah. Stop by. We heard our rumors. Do you, guys, do you feel like you guys, uh, did you drink all night? I, I've, I don't know. I felt like this was more of a lunch pit stop. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't. It's not a not trash day. It's just hangout day. I say my farewells. Had yourselves a couple of beverages and a meal. Mm -hmm. uh, why don't each of you guys take off? Uh, let's call it a gold out of your inventory here for uh, for meals and drinks and whatnot for the afternoon. I figured out what your rent's going to be. By the way, it's going to be ten gold a piece due at the end of the month. Holy shit! For this rinky dink. That's as cheap as it's going to get, a man. fucking dirt basement floor. With a shelving unit, but you bought that on your own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had to furnish. Yeah. 10 gold a month. You're not going to get a furnished dirt hole for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. I'm down to 64 gold. Oh, you didn't have to pay rent yet. That'll no, I, I mean, for my one gold. Okay. You, didn't want to, you won a bunch gambling the other day. I did. It was great. Well, what else would you guys like to do? Would you like to do anything else this day, or did you want to... How many beers did we have? Like, are we, uh... Did we just have a social beer? Are we kind of buzzed? I feel like I'm not buzzed. Okay. You're too big for buzzed? Maybe you guys only had, like, I don't know, three? What, what, do, what do normal mortals drink? A couple breakfast beers? Mm-hmm. Okay. Breakfast alcohol. Should we go fetch more beer? Hey. Wink, wink. Ooh. There's a job oh, on the board. There it is. That's called Beer Fetch. Job on the board to fetch beer. 
I like what you did there. From Duga Smelsh. Smelsh. From your landlord. Smelsh. Smelsh. It's got a real weird mouth feel. Do you guys smelsh that? Whoever smelshed it, dealt it. <laughs> Whoever yep. smelshed it, dealt it. it. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you guys are going to do the beer fetch? Beer fetch. Beer fetch. Beer fetch it is. Beer fetch to remind the listener at home, Duga Smelsh needs you to fetch some beer from Hopland just outside of town. You can use his wagon and he'll give you 10 gold for the delivery. Hopland. Hopland. Beer. Sounds made up. <laughs> All words are made up. <laughs> okay, Thor. <laughs> it's one of the best lines in the movie, though. Hopland is a farm and brewery about 15 miles west of Terregard. They brew the beer that many of the local taverns use, especially and in including the Sneaky Brisket. Kaboom, and I got this beautiful picture of a little farm. Are they like a craft brewery? Uh... This is a little before the craft brew movement took off. I'll be honest, I don't know what the fuck a craft brewery is. Nobody does. It just means you pay more and then you can, like, be snobby about it. Oh, God. Oh, they actually got some, uh, they got yeast from uh, one of the brewer's beards and made a beer out of it. And uh, so you can really taste uh, Jonas in this beer. (laughs) Out of all the places you could get yeast, you picked, like, the brewer's beard. Like... (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could tell you that that was not a real thing. Wow, <laughs> oh, no way. That's a real thing. And I know someone that bought it, and they drank it. I don't uh, know what happened. <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> they didn't die, I guess, but I don't know. I feel like whatever pride you might have had is left behind at that point. Oh, man. I mean, is it all the same? Or is is yeast yeast? Can you bake bread with it or what? <laughs> with your high class yeasts over there. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's fucking bizarre. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah. I was joking and now I regret it. Well, I mean, all you need is something that eats sugar and poops alcohol. So that's what yeast is. Which, well, I guess I only fill up half of that. <laughs> I can't be I'm here to eat sugar and poop alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You guys, uh, you guys go back to Duga and you're like, hey, we'd like to go get beer for you. And he's like, oh my God, finally. And <laughs> is he, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Did I get to show you, show you the picture of Duga? No. So now you get to deal with my very bad impression of Bob from Bob's Burgers. Oh, I, I thought it was, I, I thought he was going to be like a California beach bum or something like, or nice. He's got a little bit of that going on. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch some more Bob's Burgers. That wasn't too bad, the last one. It's okay. It's okay. It needs work. So yeah, uh, he he gets you uh, he gets you a wagon and tells you head west. Uh, head west, young man. And uh, there you are. You're out on the open road. And uh, well, a journey by wagon with uh, you know, let's say uh, an old crusty donkey dragging you through the roads in the countryside. It's probably going to take you quite some time. And uh, you get there. It's getting close to sundown. It's getting close to sundown because you guys didn't leave the bar until like at six, seven, maybe eight o'clock. You're not even sure at this point. And it is early summer. The sun stays out pretty late, but you definitely don't have enough time to make it back before sundown. Uh, you arrive there at, uh, at Hopland and, uh, you know, I, I wanted to, I set this quest up maybe as a, an opportunity for you guys to, uh, come up with some people. So who, 
who owns slash lives slash works at uh, at Hopland? Who do you guys run into when you get there? Did we use it all up on crops? Crop names? Ooh, ooh. All right, let's start with a start with a, a race. It can be anybody, right? Anybody we want. There's a tiefling. Tiefling named Grimace. <laughs> Grimacia. <laughs> named Grimacia. A purple tiefling named Grimacia. So is that is that the so the, the two things that happen out at this farm is that they do uh, they grow their own hops and barley and whatnot to grow and and uh, make into alcoholic beverages. And then they make the alcoholic beverages there. Is the purple tiefling named Gramisha the farmer or the brewer? Farmer. All right. And then uh, who's... I can only just imagine this goat person just there. He's just eating grass. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Gramisha. Just with his horns just on the ground. and Yeah, yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm purple, though. It's purple, though. They did are. you did you indicate she she uh purple it could be a he we'd have to change the well i guess we wouldn't have to change yeah. the name i just i just associate the grimisha with a like a female sounding name no no let's go with it let's say grimisha identifies as a lady and that's all we need to know and that's our farmer so who is our brewmaster who is the who's the infamous brewer that makes the Hopland Brews. I think it should be a, a lady power team as a brewmaster as well. Okay. I'm into it. A lady dwarf. Mm-hmm. Uh, is she a bearded dwarf? Do lady dwarfs have beards? I don't know. Nothing you know, that one. <laughs> if they choose to, sure. Her name, her name is Hamisha. 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 Hamisha Burgle. Hamisha Burgle. Hamisha and Grimisha. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> uh, okay, so these are the two ladies. We're that, so good at D&D. These are the two ladies that run uh, Hopland, the farm and brewery. Maybe even, I don't know, brew stillery, because that's a fucking word. Uh, that is out west of town, and you guys show up, and I, f- I feel like this is probably your your first time here. And uh, Grimisha is the one that that greets you as you're coming up the road, and she's got on some you know some big coverall or overalls rather, and dusts herself off as you're coming up the road, and says, "Well, howdy, y'all. What can I do you for?" Well, we're here to fetch some beer. Oh, who are you picking up an order for? Well, we're picking up uh, for Duga Smelsh. Oh, the sneaky brisket. Yes. Yeah. How's his brisket doing these days? It's fine brisket. Fine brisket. Maybe someday it'll get back to legendary. He used to make a pretty legendary brisket, if you didn't know. No. Has he, has he talked to you about the brisket? He was pretty proud of the brisket. No, no. He hasn't, uh, hasn't mentioned it. Did he win some awards or something? Well, he won the hearts and minds of a lot of folk with that brisket. Like literally? Mm. Their organs? Yes, their oh. actual organs in contests where someone would rip out your organs. Oh, you... no. No, that didn't happen. 
No, he hasn't mentioned anything. No, he he was quite the quite the brisket smoker, but he's seems to have lost his touch. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Let's get your wagon on up and parked and loaded and fucking a Fil- filled up with things. Filled, fill filled up, up fill, filled up, fill, fill up your back seat here. Filled up our milk jugs. Fill your milk jugs. So you guys get the wagon on up to uh, up to the house and. I think uh, Grimisha kind of looks between you all and says, you guys are taking this back to the sneaky brisket. You all want, might want to wait until morning to, to head out. There's uh, There's been a handful of raids along the roads lately, and I'd sure hate to see all this booze go to waste. <laughs> raids, huh? Who's doing these raids? Well, it's a mix. Sometimes you hear about it being some bandits. Other times it's goblins. It's all over the place. Huh. Hmm. Probably best not to travel at night. You're welcome to stay here on the farm if you like. What do you think, guys? Should we risk it and chance making this adventure entertaining? Or just chill out at this farm? Let's risk it for brisket. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's fantastic. Nice. Well, she writes you up a a little slip uh, telling Duga, you know, what he owes, uh, an invoice of sorts, and gives that to you guys and says well wagon's all loaded up if you decide on taking that chance well good luck to you we'll see you next time or you will die <laughs> sounds good or you will die <laughs> she gives you the finger guns <laughs> all right are you threatening me oh wow that that's a reference that's i haven't a- heard in a long time <laughs> <laughs> blah 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 Y'all set yourselves on off down the road, and uh, you're making your way back to the city, strolling along next to your wagon, maybe riding on the wagon, who knows? You maybe don't want to overburden this uh, this one soul pack animal that's struggling along. And Well, why don't I have all of you roll me a little d20? Ooh. If we must. You must. Okay, I did it. What'd you get? 16. Uh huh. What'd you get? Nineteen. What'd you get? Fifteen. All right. Those are pretty good rolls. Those are pretty good rolls. And I'm gonna take that to favorably mean you're attacked. Oh, cool. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. You're, you're attacked on the road. Oh, oh. oh unexpected. Unexpectedly. Are low. That you wanted to. That you wanted to have something to make this adventure worthwhile. Apparently, so this is this is how it's worthwhile. Yes. Because you guys like killing things, is what I mean by that. Not all the time. Well, you know. Don't. F- oh wait, who gets the inspiration point today? Yeah. Oh, this is this has been uh, Joshua's, Mr. Jeff. That inspiration point's been yours. Well, sorry, not inspiration point. Plot point. Plot point. I'm sorry. I don't play inspiration because I don't like to bother with keeping track of it. Anything could happen. Anything at all. Anything at all. Uh, Whatever you want. I see some things happening. We're surrounded. It's a trap. Do you guys ever see? There's that great picture. Somebody drew a, a Admiral Akbar behind a DM screen, and somebody off screen in the comic says, "I'd like to check for traps." <laughs> That's one of my favorite favorite little memes. Uh, so what we're gonna do next is we're gonna have each of you guys roll me some perception. Peter, what did you get? 
15. Fjorten, what did you get? 16. Four. <laughs> Regrettably, for the first round of combat, Jeff Cockthunder is going to be surprised. Everybody else will be able to act as normal. And the next step is going to be adding you guys all to the initiative order. Uh, so go ahead and roll me up some initiative. Mm. 11. 11 for McMoist. 6. 6 for Fjorten. <laughs> Fjorten. Jeff. 8. Man, y'all suck at rolling dice tonight. Only when it matters. We rolled pretty good to get in this mess. That you did. I mean, you know, who doesn't want to get in a fight, though? Everybody likes fighting. Fucking throw hands, bitches. Well, we got a lot of really low initiative rolls here. We got Janice with a 13, Peter with an 11, Horace with an 11, Jeff Cock Thunder with an 8, Fjorten Firkentrees with a 6, Judy's got a 3, Steve's got a 2, and Trish has a 1. For those curious, all of the other combatants are all goblins. Goblins in the woods. And they want to kill you. Oh. Uh, so, Janice. <laughs> Janice. Let me tell you what Janice is going to do. Janice is going to try and kill you. Pretty rude. Yeah, right? You're like, hey, Janice, don't try and kill me. And she's like, no, but I want to. No, it's going to be cool. You'll have so much fun. Where is Janice on Janice this map? is on the bottom right. So what we have here is a forest path. We have Fjorten, Peter, and Jeff who have been walking along this trail and I did not bother to represent the wagon on the trail, uh, but you guys can imagine that there's one there. Uh, and when we have clockwise from the Northwest, Steve, the goblin hiding behind a tree, Trish, the goblin hiding behind a bush, Horace, the goblin hiding behind a bush. And then down to the South, Janice and Judy are also hiding behind some trees. Janice is the very first one to go, and she is going to shoot a short bow at Jeff. Jeff, uh, is an 11 going to hit you? No. Excellent. Janice's arrow whizzes off into the distance, uh, not harming you at all. And then we move down to Peter. You get the next go in this combat. Um, I'm going to run up to Trish behind this bush. Okay. And I'm going to swing my sword. Do it. I'm going to. Fucking do it then, God. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna swing with two hands this time. Nice. That's uh. Yeah, so one of the one of these one d one of these one d tens. One d ten. Uh, first, I'm gonna roll two. Seventeen plus. That's a twenty. That is a hit for some damage damn that is an 11 oh shit you cleave trish in twain which is a medieval way of saying you killed trish bye so trish is a uh, trish trish is dead that's it seems i don't know why that feels very anticlimactic but it's actually pretty <laughs> awesome you just went up and slashed this goblin <laughs> right to death right now <laughs> Am I, face. am I behind a tree or what am I behind right now? Uh, yeah, you're now behind a, uh, like, uh, uh, yeah, a tree. All right. Well, I'm going to kind of cozy up to this tree as best I can and try to get out a, get a little bit of cover from something. Get a little cover. All right. Uh, what that's going to result in is Horace, who sees their teammate go down, is going to shoot their bow at you. 
And you've got with that tree half cover, if I recall, half cover means you get a plus two to your AC. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, that means a 13 is what's, oh, I'm sorry, a 17 is what's rolled against you on this attack. Does that hit you? Yeah, because with cover, I would still be at a 15. All right. Let's get a little bit of damage rolled here. You are going to take six piercing damage as Horus's arrow sinks into your arm. That really hurts, guy. <laughs> Don't, no. Don't do that. Jeff Cockthunder is surprised on the first round of combat, which means unfortunately he does not get to act just yet. And then we move down to Fjortan, Mr. Firkin Trees. Tell us about your round in combat. Oh, we are gonna go over to my character. And I'm gonna run straight ahead to the north, curve around this possibly rock bush to the northwest and attack Steve from behind. Mm, rock bush. Mm-hmm. With a little poison spray. You're going to need to get... Oh, uh, Poison Spray is ranged. Yes. So you can see where you're at. Ten feet. Psst, psst. A little... Psst, psst. It's a little Poison Spray. He needs to make a constitution saving throw or... Oh, Steve will make a constitution saving throw. That is going to be a grand total of six for that constitution saving throw. Ooh, he had to... Doesn't sound very good. No. Well, he had to make a 13... For a spell DC save. Well, he didn't. Well, he didn't, all he right? He didn't, all right? Good. So I'm going to go ahead and roll a 1d12. Do it. 4, 9. Did I hear a niner? You heard a niner. All right. Steve, the goblin, is poison sprayed to fucking death. <laughs> These guys only have seven hit points, by the way, if you hadn't guessed that yet. I was kind of thinking that you might do this encounter when you were level one. But... You didn't, and now you're just killing the shit out of these guys. <laughs> Sometimes you need that in life. You need that little boost, and this is what I felt really good about that. Uh, yeah, you know, it is nice to just just fucking win sometimes, yeah. right? We all need a win. Y'all need a win. Here's your win, man. Here's your win from me to you. You destroyed that guy. What would you like to do with, I don't know, bonus action or anything else you got on your round? Um, Bonus action does not need to be used yet, so I'm just going to chill and, you know... Be cool, man. Sweet. We move on down to the Dame Judy Goblin. Uh, she is going to take a bow shot over at Mr. Surprised Cock Thunder. Oh, geez. This <laughs> dice is going everywhere. Uh, that looks like a 20 to hit you. Oh, yeah. That'll do. That'll do. And that's going to be eight piercing damage for you. Ooh. <sighs> <sighs> And so begins round two. Action economy is starting to shift in your favor as there are three combatants to your three players. Janice is going to take her bow shot at Jeff Cock Thunder again. This time's at 21, which sounds like it hits. Jesus, that dice just went way under there. Uh, this time it is a pathetic three damage though. But Janice is happy to have scored a hit and is looking forward to whatever's in them barrels. And then we move down to Peter McMoist. All right. I caught a arrow from Horace over here. Mm -hmm. I felt like I caught it when I was trying to hide behind this tree. And he caught me just as I was trying to get behind the tree. Mm -hmm. 
and it really pisses me off. So I kind of catch the arrow in the arm and I just kind of keep my momentum and run back around the tree and I'm going to charge him right in the face and take another two-handed swing at him. Fucking do it. And that will be a fucking six. <laughs> <laughs> you are way too angry. You swing wide and you chop. You chop like a hefty branch off the tree, but it takes all the momentum off of your swing and it bounces off of his shitty leather armor. <laughs> all right. Anything else on your turn? Nope. Horus. Horus is uh, probably scared shitless at this point, but they're still going to take a, a scimitar slash at you since you're right up in their grill. That is a 10, which sounds like a big fat miss to me. That's a miss. That's a big fat miss. And Jeff Cockthunder, you are finally able to do something in combat. Yes. <laughs> Tell us what you're going to do. Are you going to get angry? I am. I'm raging. Can you can you do your rage noise again? Uh, uh, I'm so mad. <laughs> so I'm gonna run down to this asshole who I can't say their name. That's Janice. Janice is gonna get it. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> you, you role play so well. <laughs> I love it every time. Have you been going to acting classes and not telling us? Uh, so. What'd you roll there, big shoots? 24. 24 for showly hits. Ooh. Oops, I pressed the wrong thing here. Exercise. What'd you hit I her with? Uh, my Warhammer. Two-handed style. Whoa, two-handed style. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. <laughs> uh, only seven damage. Seven damage. Plus is two, because I'm so mad. Oh, I'm so mad at you, Janice. Oh, so nine. A total of nine damage. It turns out that Janice, Janice has got a couple more hit points and you realize Janice is kind of the big boss of this group. Oh, no. <gasps> oh my You God. hit her, you hurt her, but you didn't hurt her as much as, well, killing like everybody else did. But I'm gonna, you've never seen anybody as mad as me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> also, did I ever tell you guys that the Gangnam Style song, that for the longest time I thought the lyric was, oh, vagina style? Oh, vagina style. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. That's literally oh, what I thought style. it was. Vagina style. I was really confused for a long time why everybody was so into that song. Vajazzling. <laughs> well, and then the next lyric is, <laughs> Go hey, sexy on. lady. Hey, sexy lady. Oh, 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 vagina style. Anyway, on back to Fjorten and Trees. Tell me about your turn. There are two combatants remaining on the field, Judy and Janice. Janice has taken some damage, but is not bloodied yet. Judy has not been hit. I'm just going to... That's not as cool as I was, as I was thinking it was going to be. I know. And I had to look at the character a little bit more, but it wouldn't be a Campaign 2, Episode 7, Burnished Dirt Hole.
was released on February 2nd, 2020. Come back next week when we find out if we have to roll up all new characters on... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! With my butt cheeks. <laughs>